0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Beautiful Behavior podcast. I am your host, Diane Sorensen, certified life coach, hypnotherapy practitioner, mother, grandmother, and human fascinated with behavior and how to live our best life. My goal is to offer you another perspective, to see behavior in ourselves, our children, and others from another angle. This podcast is for anyone who wants to feel more connected in their relationships. It's for anyone who feels the pull for something more. It's for parents and those who are not. This podcast is for anyone who wants to take a deeper look. Because this is where we talk about breaking generational patterns and outdated cultural beliefs, cultivating deeper connections in our life and leading our life with more confidence and clarity. And I believe that's when beautiful behavior comes into focus. You can learn more about my process, me, and the three different ways in which beautiful behavior could come into focus for you at my website at sorensen.net That's D-I-A-N-E-S-O-R-E-N-S-E-N.net. Okay, listeners, let's go. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Beautiful Behavior Podcast. And today, we're talking about confidence. I get a lot of questions asking, how do I help my child be more confident? And yes, we all want our children to be more confident, Right. We want them to have a voice. We want them to be able to stand up for themselves, um, to express what they believe in. We want them to be able to be involved and and to know that they are enough. And I know for a lot of us, and I can only speak for myself, but I know I'm not alone here, um, is that we've grown up with this feeling or belief that I'm not enough. And I lacked confidence. I mean, I had a lot of self-doubt. Self-doubt was very loud in, in my life. So, of course, we want our children to feel like they're enough and to feel confident because feeling like not enough um, you know, having all that self doubt, we know doesn't feel good. So it's natural for us to want the best for our children, right? And so a lot of times we say things like, I, want, I, I need the tools and the resources for my children. I want to give them the tools and resources so they can feel confident. But here's the real deal. We need the tools and resources to help us feel confident and enough. So here's the deal. We see ourselves through others. I mean, it just is. We see ourselves through others. And that's why when we see something in another, especially our kids, that we don't like or that we don't wanna be, we learned not to be that, it will trigger us. And so not to be triggered, we want to see in our children all the things that we do wanna be. We want our children often to be those things we wish we were, but believe we're not, like confident. So many of us wish we were more confident. And naturally, that's what we want to see when we look at our children. If our children are confident, we feel more confident as a parent. It's like, oh, I'm a good parent. So if my child lacks confidence, I feel like a bad parent. And that scares me. And this is what we call messing up our kids, right? There's a lot of fear around messing up our kids. And I think we need to let go of the idea that and the belief that it is our job to shape our children into being a certain way. That's not our job. And oftentimes it's hurtful. So when we do this, we're acting out of fear. Our children absorb this energy and they become fearful of who they are. And that doesn't create confidence. In fact, it creates the opposite. So we need to give ourselves permission To let go of trying to shape our children into who we think they need to be. It's letting go of uh, the parent I think I should be. Because if I'm trying to be the parent I think I should be, what culture says I should be, that involves our children having to be a certain way. It's, you know, we go through this, you know, we're, we're in this um, before we become parents, um, you know, trying to figure out who I'm supposed to be to be accepted. And, you know, so we go around life figuring out who do I need to be and, you know, creating this self around who I'm supposed to be, who we think we're supposed to be in order to be accepted. And then when we go get into parenthood, it's like we now are being the parent we think we ha- we need to be or who are who we think we're supposed to be, the kind of parent we think we're supposed to be. And again, in order for us to be the parent we're supposed to be, that has that leads into The child has to be the way they're supposed to be or the way I think they're supposed to be in order for me to be the parent I think I'm supposed to be. So all of this creates the opposite of confidence, right? It creates this feeling, this idea that I need to be a different way. I got to figure out what way I'm supposed to be as if I'm not good enough as I am. And so this is a wound that we adults are here to heal because this is the generational pattern that continues to get handed down. So unless we are willing to shine that light on us and ask a different question, instead of how do I help my child be more confident, ask how do I create more confidence within myself? How can I create a more confident environment for my child to grow up in? How do I get into the energy of confidence? Because when you come with an energy of confidence, that is an energy that is encouraging encouragement helps us to th- to to rise and to thrive. And that's what we really want for our children. And so here's often where we go, oh, so I have to be a certain way, so my child will be a certain way. And no, that is not what I'm saying here. The shift here is shifting from being Outer focus to being inner focused, from being other, being focused on the other, to being focused on what is going on with me, to being I focus, which is very different than what we grew up with. And we cannot teach what we don't have ourselves. So we're going to focus on creating confidence within. Ourself. And notice, notice the emotions that arise when you see a lack of confidence in your child. So oftentimes, we, when we see this, we see undesired feelings arising in our children, and we want to avoid them by trying to make our child feel better. We rescue them uh, from feeling that aren't comfortable to feel, that don't feel good. Because we don't want to feel those feelings. So when we rescue our children from their feelings, so they don't have to feel those, so they can feel better, it's really ultimately rescuing ourselves from having to feel undesired feelings, uncomfortable feelings, like feeling guilty or sad or disappointment or whatever that is. So we avoid the upset. We avoid the feeling. And it's this avoidance that actually grows self-doubt. So number one in having confidence, in cultivating confidence is the ability to connect to and move through our emotions. It's the ability to recognize, to acknowledge, name, and feel our emotions. Moving through them is how we create confidence. Our emotions, our feelings are the deepest, most intimate expression of ourselves, and it's the part we are conditioned to reject. An emotional awareness, and and not just awareness, but the active engagement with our emotions is the gateway to a fulfilled life, or a confident life. And so basically, we are conditioned, culturally, we are conditioned, um, most of us, to not feel our emotions, right? So we reject them. We abandon, unconsciously, we abandon that part of ourselves, And we do this in childhood to keep ourselves safe, because we get messages that emotions are weak. You know, don't be emotional. But the truth is emotions are essential to our well-being and they are essential to the growing of confidence. They are essential to confidence. And the road to confidence is through action. So a lot of times you think, well, I'll take that action once I get confident. Well, we don't get confident until we take the action. So. Number one on the road to confidence is emotional awareness and engagement. The action is turning to the I. How do I feel? What is arising in me? And connect to that. Talk to it with compassion versus criticism. So I'm feeling angry okay anger i feel you i feel you you know all over my body or in my throat or whatever that might be and you can be here breathe with me anger you're safe you're safe and we can get through this together versus oh that critical voice of, oh, I shouldn't be angry. I don't know why I'm feeling angry. I mean, I don't know why this is bothering me so much. It wasn't that big a deal. Why is this bothering me? Because that's the internal voice we observed in childhood when adults said to us, it's not that big a deal. Why are you making such a big deal out of this? It's nothing to be angry about. Or we turn to the other and blame them because you made me angry. And this does not create confidence in anyone. So that is number one. Because when we do this with ourselves, we can begin to actively do this with our children too. Allowing them to have and experience their feelings. And they will learn that feelings... Are natural they're a part of me and I can care for them and build an internal voice of compassion this is how we create confidence so number two is validation confidence is not the absence of self-doubt it's acknowledging it it's validating the experience we all experience self doubt at times it's bringing it into the light instead of pretending it's not there and trying to prove you know ourselves through how much we do and achieve and you know help others and so when self doubt shows up in our children You know, we have the impulse to go, oh, what are you talking about? Everybody likes, you know, if they come and say, oh, so-and-so doesn't like me, you know, we're like, oh, of course, everybody likes you. You're so likable and you're so wonderful. Um, And really what we're doing here is really dismissing their experience. They're experiencing self-doubt, but our fear is that, oh, if we acknowledge it, it's just gonna stick around. The opposite happens. When we don't acknowledge it, it sticks around and hangs on. So when we bring the shadow parts, when we bring the dark into the light, right? If you shine a light on a dark area, it turns to light. So we need to validate it that, yeah, you're feeling that and and that's real. And we can have empathy, which is the ability to sit with someone in their emotions without the need to fix them. We don't take them on as our own. We don't need to change them in any way. We're just there going through this with you. And that it allows them to pass through us. And it is very powerful. And number three is healthy boundaries. Healthy Boundaries is the road to confidence, to know what I want, to know what I need, and to have a voice to express that, to set and maintain the boundaries that I need. shows responsibility and it shows respect for yourself. And that uh, extends out to others. And that builds tremendous confidence. When I know that I am in control of me. Now, it doesn't mean we get what we want all the time. But it means I trust myself enough to express that and to be able to handle, take care of the feelings that arise uh, when things don 't work out the way I want them to, and it 's not about other people overstepping your boundaries and i 'm not going to get a whole bunch into boundaries because i that 's a whole nother uh, podcast um, and you know i 'll be talking more about boundaries um, on here and in workshops and whatnot so but it is the road to confidence it gives you a voice. And with children, it's choices. Giving them choices within a structure that helps them gain the confidence to, I can make a choice and follow through with it. And that gives them some control over their own world. And ultimately, later on, teaches them how to set boundaries, how to make commitments, how to follow through with them. Because essentially, boundaries are choices we make for ourselves, commitments to ourself, promises to ourself to take care of ourselves. And so when we do this, we bring that energy of confidence, that energy of encouragement, and allowing others to rise. And sometimes people might say too, at this point, well, that's all great. That's going to take me a long time. My child needs confidence right now. And that's not the way it works. Your child will build confidence over time as you build confidence over time. That's how transformation is uh, created your child will not gain confidence by you trying to make them feel confident so rather than trying to get your child to feel confident do your own work in building confidence and that's what transforms the relationship and where confidence thrives and that is beautiful behavior All right, everybody. I will see you all back here next week for another conversation. Thank you for tuning in to the Beautiful Behavior Podcast. If you enjoyed today's show or previous shows, I would so appreciate you subscribing and leaving a review i am so grateful for all of you listeners who are joining me here for these conversations because i believe it's through these type of conversations that we start to shift the paradigm creating a more loving and compassionate world i hope you will join me here each week as we discover new ways to show up in our lives and create a bigger impact and if you are ready to take this to the next level head on over to my website at dianesorenson.net. Again, that's D-I-A-N-E-S-O-R-E-N-S-E-N.net. Get on my calendar and see how you can be supported and if we're a good fit so that you can get out of survival and into thrival. Change is possible and I've got you.